All right, so let's talk a little bit about um, passport bros. Weird, weird kind of topic. Um, kind of comes from, I think, this theme where a lot of cis hetero males who are Western American guys are not really interested in some of the either qualities or mindsets or um, aspects of, you know, American women and instead are looking for a traditional woman to have as a wife. And these guys who want a traditional woman are not having an easy time finding these traditional women in the US and so they move to another country to try to find women that they can date and potentially marry that will want to live a traditional hetero lifestyle uh for the purposes of this podcast i mean it's just it let's see where this goes <laughs> um so i think when you're an lgbt person you do know how to do a lot of code switching um you know how to be in the straight world what is expected of you, uh, what kind of gender norms and gender-related things, you know, are expected of you, um, even if you're not going to follow them, um, you kind of just know, you know what I mean? Um, let me take, for example, I've been to straight weddings, I've been to gay weddings, at gay weddings, I don't think the dress code is as obvious. People can wear what they're comfortable with wearing. Um, you know, usually nobody's going to like tell you if you're a woman, don't wear a suit or something like that. Or if you're a guy, don't wear a dress. Like there's not really that kind of situation a lot of lgbt weddings i've noticed kind of have like a theme one that i went to was like a greaser theme and so people were wearing like chucks and had their hair a certain way or were wearing like cuffed blue jeans and like kind of that fonzie look um didn't matter if they were male or female like the wedding party had their own thing going on but everybody else just kind of did their own thing and um you know, I wore chinos, chucks, and a button-down. Um, and I know other people wore uh, just other things, you know. Um, but 
you know, it was nice. Uh, I was I was anxious. I remember being anxious, but it was nice. Um, and then I've worn my own style clothes to other weddings where, you know, people were like maybe expecting me to wear a dress and I was not going to. So, um, I just showed up and wore what I wore. Um, like I wasn't dressed in like gym clothes or anything. Like it was nice. Like I had on like pants and a, and a button down and stuff like I, I it, it was my version of nice clothes. But anyways, um, I don't think there's anything really wrong with people wanting a traditional, uh, male, female gender role kind of setting in their household but there's another part of me that wonders you know if there's like an aspect of of oppression to it like one thing i know it was especially living in a city in in one of the world's biggest cities most known one of the most known cities um being raised and then coming back to that city you know, there's a hustle culture, you know, LA, Southern California, people hustle, you know, males and females. Like, I don't think people move here really to try to get a free ride or to live a traditional life. So I do think a lot of times when people are looking for those traditional roles, they might not be able to find it in like a major city. Because if you think of it, in a major city, unless you really have something kind of uh, set up for yourself, you know, a lot of people move to LA because they want to act, right? Or they want to be in, in entertainment. They want to be part of the biz. Um, content creators included, you know, like it's a big content creator city. Um, a lot of people move out to LA. There's a lot of opportunity and at least for collaboration and everything like that. Uh, but it's a very expensive city. So whereas you could probably live somewhere in like Ohio or Wyoming and spend like hardly any money on your rent, like nobody's going to know about you. You know, you're not, you know, intermingling with all these other people and just the setting alone. Like most people aren't going to want to necessarily like watch content from certain places unless they're like really into that. They kind of like the hype around certain other spots, which I don't know, whatever. Um, but I think that in major cities, a lot of times people come for the opportunities as well. A lot of people want to work or they are working. I don't know about education levels, but I feel like it helps to have a higher education level just because it gets you opportunities for certain jobs um, that otherwise you might not be able to apply to either either education or um, experience and so if you if you can't really figure out you know what to do like how to make things work what's going to work for you um 
I wonder, I just, I just, I'm just purely wondering, you know, how these guys think they're going to find those types of women. I'm not saying that there aren't traditional women in the U.S., but I guess we'd have to define what traditional means, because I feel like if there's a woman that that's already educated and making a lot of money or has opportunity to do so, um, maybe she doesn't probably want to have kids too early. And if she does, you know, somebody's going to have to take care of those kids. So if you have two working professionals, one's a doctor, one's a nurse, or one's an engineer, one's a nurse, one's a you know, I don't know, like two jobs that are high demand and you're working at least a 40 hour work week and you've gone at least to grad school through your master's. Um, Most people who are like on track exactly with their age and everything, if say if they went through school exactly as scheduled, you graduate around 17, 18 years old from high school you go to a four-year university so by the time you get out you're like 21 22 years old and then you go to grad school let's say it only takes two years you're 23 or 20 uh you're 23 or 24 when you're ending grad school um, let's say you take a year to move up in your job, so you're about 25 or so, and then at that point, you know, having kids. But most people I know, there's usually some years between, and so I would not necessarily say that most people have that as their, um, as their main, uh, way of doing things I feel like it's not usually like a one-to-one kind of ratio um you know so I don't I don't know I I think I think when it comes to traditional I mean I don't know I'm not one to really speak to this but I would say that my parents have a almost traditional way of looking at things like my dad has mostly been the one who's worked most of the time. Most of the time my mom would raise us from home. Um, There were times when my mom worked outside of the house uh, at paid jobs when the family needed more money, but it was not necessarily um, out of, always out of, her desire or necessity to do it so you know I don't think she was ever too into wanting to work certain jobs um I mean she's talked about things like starting a a store or a business and then other things um mostly she kind of makes content online right now um but my dad is the one you know kind of providing the money for everything uh he's not trying to retire i don't think he cares to retire he loves working so um i don't think retirement is anywhere in his near future unless 
someone forces that to happen. I don't think he's trying to do that. Uh, and he pays for stuff, you know, when it's big gifts, you know, in our past for like holidays when we were kids, he would be the one that would buy the bigger gifts. Um, he would be the one that would kind of uh, make most of the financial decisions, even though my mom is far better with money than my dad. It's usually my dad that is calling the shots. You know, are we sticking to the budget or not? You know, I know that the house that they have was meant to be an investment um as far as like how it gets paid off and all these things like they're not really on the same page with it my dad likes to travel and just blow money and spend money on things and take a lot of risks my mom is more practical and budgets and likes to stick to a budget and think about the future um I don't know. Um, yeah, my dad's always kind of been, you know, in debt and owing money to people, borrowing money from people uh, and from banks and all those places. Like, that's kind of how he's used to doing things um, and worry about it later, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. He seems regularly pretty short on cash and doesn't really um, think about paying into retirement and those kind of things. And I'm like, dude, you are like so old right now. You know, you kind of need to think of that stuff. But that's the dynamic. It's like one parent who isn't really doing a lot in a responsible way but makes a lot of money and then the other parent who doesn't make a lot of money but is more financially responsible so it's kind of like a weird thing but usually you know my dad knows how to cook but usually my mom cooks my mom is the one who is usually in touch with all the kids like she knows what what is up with all of us my dad just takes a back seat to everything socially he doesn't even see a need to catch up with people you know like one day my sister sent a text and you know to the family you know and I guess over lunch you know it was a Saturday I'm having lunch with my parents and my mom asked my dad like or asked both of us did you guys see the text that my sister sent and I was like yeah you know and then my dad was like what was I supposed to like respond to that and I'm just thinking like yes like <laughs> you know but he's kind of like that like he just like couldn't care less you know like he's like typical old man like doesn't really want to be like super involved with his kids like he just kind of like is like minimally involved like he'll talk about work and school and stuff like that but if it doesn't have to do with like success and things like that he kind of doesn't care less he couldn't care less he doesn't care if I'm going to a concert or going to the mountains or what I'm doing you know he'll care if I like sell a car or buy a car or something like that but he won't care if I'm like renting a car to go snowboarding you know there's things like that where it's like he just doesn't care like he doesn't 
take a lot of energy to like pay attention now i'm not saying that that's how all traditional you know dads are or how all traditional moms are but that's definitely more traditional than you know the newer generation of people who are married um and especially living in this city most of my friends are and it's probably just the social circles too but most of my friends are very highly educated um i have a few friends that aren't um but they have really good work experience they've worked at the same companies or types of companies for a very long time um and um yeah that's kind of just how it's gone like there's not really too much to actually say about some of this stuff it's just like what are you gonna do you know um so i'm thinking when there's when there's guys who want to look for a traditional woman they're kind of looking for you know a woman that they can support someone who's not maybe so you know tied up in their career um who wants to let the man be the breadwinner and who wants to you know maybe have kids stay home with the kids um maybe like i'm i'm speculating here like there's probably a lot of variation but that that looks a lot more traditional you know um now i don't know why part of my mind asks you know why why would a would a male prefer a woman to be a stay-at-home mom why would a male prefer to be the breadwinner and have a wife that's traditional wants to stay home cook clean kind of like the cleaver family and leave it to beaver um as the businessman and the disciplinarian and the mom is you know around the house all day uh taking care of the household now i'm not saying that taking care of a household isn't a lot of work because even me just myself you know having a room and just trying to like keep it in enough order you know dusting if, if there's maybe cobwebs developing in places and like you know it takes time and effort to maintain it like i'd say if i let it go for like two weeks maybe i don't know i don't know how long it takes for things to get dusty but i'd say probably within two if i don't clean like the bathroom or something for like two weeks i'll definitely notice so cleaning at least once a week helps i'd say once a week per room uh just to avoid the griminess and just natural dirt that develops because with dust you don't even have to be doing anything and things get dusty so i would say you know for someone to actually keep a house dusted and in good order and swept you know the more rooms you have like if you do have like a two-story house with like four bedrooms or whatever one's a guest room or whatever and like a kitchen bathroom staircase a den or a family room and a living room 
all those things, I mean, a couple bathrooms, that that is going to take most of the week to keep it clean. If you're cleaning every room, like maybe once a day you're cleaning a room uh, or cleaning one or two rooms every day, it's going to take you every day to be doing some cleaning. And so, and then if you count errands, you know, leaving the house to go get groceries, coming back home, you know, if you actually do cook food and stuff like that, like what I'm trying to say is it takes a lot. It takes a lot of effort to keep a house clean as well as raising the kids. Um, and depending how young they are, if they don't go to school yet, you know, somebody's going to be home with the kid all the time until they have a few hours, at least where they're in preschool or kindergarten or whatever. And somebody still has to take them there and pick them up and bathe them and clean them and give them naps and give them food and play with them and all kinds of things. Um, and so that takes a lot of effort. So I could kind of understand to that extent how maybe guys might want that structure like maybe it's the structure that they're looking for I don't want to say that it's like the aspect of oppression because I think a lot of women who I mean there are there's nothing wrong with wanting to like raise your family and live a traditional life being a homemaker um I think it's a lot of hard work you know I do think it's a lot of hard work and it's admirable work. Um, I liked I liked having my mom home. Like that was nice, you know. Um, you know, it was like there's always somebody who's relatively available. You know, it's like if you need something, she could take you to the store to like get the arts and crafts supplies you need for your school project or like take you and your friends to go to the movies or you know cook meals that you like you know we 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 would eat out as a family like on weekends but you know we're big like cook at home like eat breakfast at home usually we would take lunch to school um we wouldn't often buy it sometimes we would sometimes we wouldn't it would just depend and then um we would have snacks and lunch and stuff like that at school so uh we usually had like kind of enough to eat and you know um unless you like forgot your lunch or something or your homework or whatever like sometimes when my mom was available she could bring it to the school um especially when we lived a lot closer and we yeah we had a pretty um i think we had a pretty okay time uh, but when I start to think about, you know, what, um, you know, what an LGBT couple would be doing, 
I don't really think the same rules apply. Like, I really, I've never really heard that many LGBT people saying, I want a traditional, like, gender role relationship. Um, some people do, you know. I've heard a lot of, like, mask females saying stuff like, I'm daddy, you know, stuff like that. Like, and some people like to have that role you know just I think it's just some people's nature it doesn't really matter if you're like a man or a woman I think some people's nature is they are kind of more on the side where they want to be not in control like the authority necessarily because I feel like there's like this fine line between like wanting to be the person who provides wanting to be the person who's kind of like in charge of stuff but then you can still be that way and be nice and be humble and be you know you can still have masculine qualities and still be there for your family and be there for your partner and not be like um just completely like controlling and abusive and things like that like you don't have to go that route um it doesn't have to be like that level but i don't know i don't know it doesn't have to be that level but it could be it kind of could be a level um You could be trying to, um, you know, it kind of depends on the person's motives, I would say. Now, I, I wouldn't think that most cis straight men who are trying to find these traditional women, I wouldn't assume that they're all like trying to take some abusive role. Um, I mean, I have a really hard time believing that most guys are kind of like you know out for themselves and don't really care about families or you know which is kind of it's kind of an interesting thing because it's like I feel like there there is becoming this kind of pushback of guys wanting families guys wanting to be able to date women um and kind of have this um balance to things like I feel like it's hard to kind of challenge these like masculine roles these stereotypical masculine roles I think a lot of guys have a hard time with that like they they kind of feel maybe more secure with things being like exactly as they have been for a while um because that's how they're taught to be they're never taught to be any other way women on the other hand i think the roles of women have changed over time where women are you know were initially told hey you need to be this way to find a man and that's how you're going to get taken care of is be available to men for them to find you attractive and want you so that you can be supported and have kids together and then you know he'll support you and your kids versus now it's like well women can be independent too so they don't necessarily need a man 
So a lot of the women, I think, have found some kind of value in having their own, their own money, their own freedom. And I think a lot of guys haven't really uh, caught on to that, that, you know, I think if guys were put in another role where they were told, hey, like, you know, like, you need to be a certain way, you know, like, I don't know, I think when women, now that women are starting to have money and success, their ideas are changing about the kind of guy that they want, you know, the ones who are dating men. And, but, you know, the interesting thing is I don't really see it so much in LGBT culture. I don't really see women seeking out other women for traditional reasons. Like, that's not really been something that I've heard in, like, a lot of conversations. Um, There's so much variety, so I just don't know... I don't really know if that concept really exists um, on all ends. I really do think it's a cis straight male thing. I think that there's something about a lot of them that kind of want things to stay kind of the way things have traditionally been. Some of them really, you know, like that because they have a role and they can tell that like, hey, they're winning if they're doing all these things. Like, how does someone you know, uh, measure their success if they've got a wife that is making equal or more money than they are, you know? Um, I think there's a lot of guys that can't really, like, wrap their head around that, where it's like, you don't have to be the one who's doing these things. Like, maybe you want to be, but you don't have to be. And I don't know. Like, it's just kind of weird food for thought. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with this. It doesn't really apply to my life, but interesting topic, interesting topic. Um, I just haven't really seen it. Um, I don't know if anybody else has. I mean, I haven't really been getting out that much either, but I haven't really seen it. So I don't know for whatever that's worth. Uh, I kind of wonder, but. All right, well, with that, thanks for listening.